So I wonder how you're feeling off the back of what I've just shared about the, the reboot roadmap that we'll be looking at. Perhaps you're feeling excited. Perhaps you're feeling anxious. And listen, I totally understand that. I'm sure you've got loads and loads of questions, and that's one of the reasons we're doing the survey, because together with Jesus leading us, we're going to figure this out, and God's going to make it work because that's what he does. I, I loved what Mark Ryan, who used to be a part of the Zio family, said at the end of his message. He said this. Did you get it? He said, be bold, be brave, and break the new ground that God is calling you to. Be bold, be brave, and break the new ground that God is calling you to. Let me ask you, are you feeling bold and brave today, particularly as we launch into the new chapter of Zio Church? Like when I was growing up, I was a big fan of the Rocky Balboa boxing movies. I love those movies. And in the first two movies, Rocky was wild and unpredictable and dangerous. But then by the time the third movie came, he'd kind of got a little bit, um, the success had essentially gone to his head and he didn't take it so seriously and he lost a fight. And I remember this scene where his trainer, Mickey, said to him, the worst thing that can happen to a fighter has happened to you, Rocky. You got civilized. You got civilized. Friends, you know what the church is. The church is the family of God on the mission of God, empowered by the Spirit of God. That is the church. And it's always supposed to be punching above its weight, fighting the forces of injustice and darkness and evil and death in the world, daring to believe that with God anything is possible. But has the church got comfortable? Has the church got civilized? Like just last week, we were looking at Mission India about the radical faith of these persecuted Christians in that nation and and their example echoes across thousands of miles challenging us here this morning to embrace a courageous faith not a cozy faith which brings us to one of the verses that Eucabeth read earlier Proverbs 28 verse 1 King Solomon writes the wicked run when no one's chasing them but the righteous are as bold as lions like why would anyone run if no one is chasing them and the answer is because of fear Fear is the emotion that cripples us. Fear is the emotion that puts a lid on everything. Fear is the emotion that gets us running away. It's like the lion in the Wizard of Oz who loses his courage and boldness because he's been overcome with fear. And don't misunderstand me. I understand that right now there is a lot to be fearful about particularly in these current times, to be fearful in so many ways. And even in this last year, like you, I've had to battle from time to time with my own fears and anxieties and worries for sure. None of us are free from that. But this thing I do know, that fear is a prison that locks up boldness and bravery. It locks up peace and hope. And we, friends, were never created to be fearful. We were created to be fruitful. We were created to make a beautiful difference for Jesus in the world. The story of the Bible reminds us that we were created in the image of God. And one of the many metaphors used to describe what God is like is that God is a lion. Revelation chapter 5 verse 1 to 5 tells us that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. 
It's where C.S. Lewis gets the idea of Aslan as his lion in the Narnia Chronicles. And there's a great scene at the end of The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe where, where Lucy turns to Mr. Beaver and she points at Aslan and asks, is he safe? And Mr. Beaver replies, of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king. Friends, the Bible tells us that God is like a lion, a roaring lion, and he's not safe. He's positively incomparable. He's powerfully unpredictable. He's passionately irrepressible, but he is good. He is the king of all creation, and he has good things for us, and he has good things for his world. The Jesus that we follow is a world-changing, risk-embracing, water-walking, danger-accepting, death-defying saviour. And that, my friends, is the adventure that we are invited to embrace. God is like a lion, and his followers are called to join him in the roar of his love and life, his justice and generosity, his forgiveness and freedom, his healing and wholeness. The question for us today is this, are we snoring or are we roaring? Because God has called his church to roar, not snore. The church of Jesus Christ, which includes Zio, is called to be fierce and fearless. Not because there's anything special about us, but because our confidence is in the God who created us, who knows us, who loves us, who died for us, who rose for us, who lives in us, and who invites us to join him in the amazing mission to see the goodness of heaven overcome the brokenness of this earth. And so in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3, the Apostle Paul writes to a church in the city of Thessalonica. He's commending them on their passion for Jesus' mission. As we read earlier, he says, We continually remember before our God and Father your work produced by faith, your labor prompted by love, your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. Faith, hope, love. The engine of our energy for the work of the Lord. Elsewhere, Paul writes to a church in the city of Corinth, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And again, Paul reminds them and us that faith, hope, and love will last forever, with the greatest of these being love. And so in this moment, we look back with thankfulness for what God has done through the lives of so many who were bold and courageous in the past 40 years. Bold in faith, bold in hope, and bold in love. We are literally standing on the shoulders of faithful men and women who braved the way, who broke hard and new ground, who endured persecution and and, um and accusation, who gave their time, their money, their energy, their blood, their sweat and tears, and then some more, so that we could be here today. And we will never know truly the price that they paid, but we honor their legacy by running with the same passion, the same zeal, the race that's marked out for us. A race of bold faith, bold hope, and bold love, because that is what we're called to. The wicked flee, Solomon says, but no one's chasing them. But the righteous are as bold as a lion with God's roar of bold faith, bold hope, and bold love. I want to invite you today to accept that invitation, to play your role in the unfolding story of God in Zio, but way beyond it too, with bold faith, bold hope, bold love. 
What does that look like as I start to finish? Bold faith. Bold faith is unshakable. Bold faith says, I don't understand everything that's happening, but I choose to believe that God loves me, that God is for me, that God is with me, that he catches my tears and he calms my fears. So I will daily hold on to him. I will choose to surrender even as I live between mystery and miracle. Bold faith is unshakable. Bold faith is demonstrable. It's saying, look, despite my flaws and failures and fears, I know that God in his loving kindness has chosen me and is able to work through me for my good and the good of the world so that I can be and bring his good news into the world as I become more like Jesus. Bold faith is unshakable. Bold faith is demonstrable. What about bold love? Bold love and bold hope rather. Bold hope is expectant. Bold hope says, I may be going through a terrible storm. Life may be so hard, but I know that better days are coming with God. I know that God will bring me through. Bold hope is expectant. And bold hope is triumphant. It dares to declare that pain and suffering will never, ever have the last word on our lives. It, it, it postures us to say, look, I refuse to even fear death because I know that Jesus has defeated death and I will eventually live with him forever in new creation. Bold hope is triumphant because there's nothing that we face in life that we cannot overcome. Bold hope is expectant and triumphant. And finally, bold love. Bold love is interruptible. It's being willing to be used by God in any moment with any person as Jesus opens up those opportunities. It's a laying down of your plans and my plans and agenda on a daily basis in order to join in with what heaven is up to. Bold love is interruptible and bold love is sacrificial. It's a wholehearted willingness to generously and joyfully sacrifice your time, your energy, your energy, your life on behalf of other people responding to what God's doing. Bold love is interruptible and it's sacrificial. Friends, I believe that God is saying to us today, stop snoring and start roaring. The roar of the sound of a bold faith and a bold hope and a bold love for your sake and for the sake of the whole world. And as I close, if you're listening to me in this moment, you will think, this is so not me. There's no way I can be that. There's no way I can do that. So why even try? And if you're feeling that, you are in really good company today. I've got great news for you. Someone once said this, D.L. Moody. He says, God sends no one away empty except those who are already full of themselves. So if today you are feeling empty of hope and love and, and faith, if you feel that you are grappling with doubts and fears, but you know that by inviting God to grow faith, hope, and love in your life, you'll be in a better place, then you are exactly what God is looking for as you embrace a daily surrender. That you would pray like me every day. God, I grapple with fear and doubt, but set a fire of faith in me. God, I battle with despair and disappointment, but release heaven's hope in me. God, I battle with selfishness and self-centeredness, but may the river of your love flow through me for my good and for the good of the whole world. 
Let's be bold. Let's be brave as the Holy Spirit fills us every day. Some flee, but no one is pursuing them. But you, you, declares the Lord, will be as bold as a lion.